whether you enjoy listening to podcasts or want to record a podcast, Anchor is a pl- perfect platform to start on. Not perfect in the ap- absolute sense, but perfect in the context of ease of use as far as creating the episode. Ease of use as far as discovering new podcasters. People just stepping into the arena of podcasting. I can't think of a better platform to produce a podcast on. In less than two years, I've been able to get my podcast heard on a multiple level, multiple platforms. From Anchor to iTunes to Google Podcasts. I've even landed Life is About More Than Living on iHeartRadio. The last one? That took an application, an application to get on that last platform. Yes, I had to apply to be on iHeartRadio, but now I'm there. And the best platform of all, which is also associated with Anchor, is Spotify. Once your podcast reaches Spotify, you can easily transfer it, transfer it to multiple social media platforms and reach more and more listeners. So I suggest you give Anchor a try if you're considering podcasting. Am I, am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? The famous actor Marla Brando once said, and I'm going to paraphrase what he said, that if I'm not my brother's keeper, then I am my brother's executioner. Think about that, y'all. If I am not my brother's keeper, then I am my brother's executioner. With the current social, social climate in America, where we go to the internet and we see another black life snuffed out, if not because of who's police brutality, but because of black on black crime. Whether we go to the internet, we see another life period snapped out, snuffed out. It makes me think about what Brando once said. Am I my brother's keeper? Or am I my brother's executioner? For whatever reason it is, human life seems to be valued even less now, especially in the current political climate here in America. Peaceful protesters are being mislabeled as thugs. Good cops are not saying nothing about bad cops. Systematic racism in this country is running rampant, perhaps unlike any other time in history, and is being encouraged and fostered by some politicians even. We don't even hear about mass school shootings anymore. But after all, right now, currently schools are out because of the pandemic. But human life in general seems to be valued even less in this current political climate. So therefore the question needs to be addressed. Am my am I my brother's keeper? Think about that. As far as my personal opinion, I believe I am my brother's keeper. I believe that I should do all I can to reduce the violence that's taking place in this country, speaking out against it. I think I should do all I can to speak out against the hate that's fueling much of the violence, regardless of who's bringing about the loss of life. I think as a black man, I 
should do more than just talk about Black Lives Matter, as I've done in previous podcast episodes with a associate of mine. I think I need to go down to making it sound personal. Am I, are you, are we our brothers and sisters keepers? If you feel as I do, the answer is yes. A proverbist once said that life and death is in the power of the tongue. So if life and death is in the power of the tongue, that same tongue, when it remains silent, that same tongue, when it remains silent, when it could actually be a voice, a catalyst for the change that we desire, change that we can actually engage in, change we can work make happen by going to the polls and voting certain types of politicians out and voting other types of politicians in. A change where we can actually make our voices heard instead of letting our voices be silent. And I, my brother's keeper. A German theologian, Martin Mueller, I may be pronouncing that name incorrectly. You can look it up. He wrote a poem, once, one of my favorite poems, once he's got credit, writing this poem about how they came for this group and that group and that group and this group and that group and that group. So finally they came for him. It was too late to speak out. I had a conversation with a gentleman today which talked about the time for, this time is now for us to really defend ourselves physically, if necessary, violently returning violence to with violence. I would say in the area of self-defense, can't argue that one. Because we also agreed, the gentleman and I, not to be the aggressor. There are people, bad news sells, y'all. You know this. Media pay hate mongers, as I said in one of my poems. Spew the hate up, stir up. As we said back in the old days, they stir up the pot. And tell us their children. Tell us their family member. They didn't want the pot to be settling down to a simmering burn, a low burn, and out of it comes a delicious meal. The sense of human beings treating each other with decency, with respect. A pot that brews the best, but only the best for those who look like them. I challenge you to stop being your brother's executioner by being silent against the violence happening. If you're speaking out, speak even louder. Speak even louder is another one of the poems I wrote in my book, We Are One Little Boy Law says, defiant voices must rise. We must be defiant and speak out. We must not be like the German theologian who wrote what he wrote until they come after us. But indeed, sadly, they are coming after those who look like me. People are being silent on one side. Those who can actually speak up and have their voices heard, many of them are being silent because for whatever reason, racism is running rampant on a public level like it did back in the days of the early civil rights movement, back in the days of the slave revolt. It's, it's being fed by people in power. Accusations are being spewed on both sides of the political spectrum in our country. 
The reality, in my opinion, is no one, no one, no one in power generationally, no one is guiltless. Because there were voices that spoke out because change and brought about the temporal end of slavery, which led into things such as the Jim Crow laws and the things of that sort. The face of racism is being played out each and every single day, internally and externally. all of us to see see to see because we feel to understand that we are all part of the C the S-E-E S-E-A the C of humanity when a child is born a child knows nothing about divisiveness when two children play and I watch my grandson play uh, who is I would call it in my opinion biracial uh, well the kids when black and brown kids play and kids all different ethnicities get together and play when they're small they see human beings they learn later race I am my brother's keeper as much as I be passerbys in this park. They are my keeper. I am their keeper. My challenge to you in this podcast and this video is to not be silent. But if you're silent, you're just as much an executioner as the cop that pulls the bullet, trigger that fires a bullet that kills the black man. You're just as guilty as those who march in on peaceful protesters, those militia figures and pull the trigger and kill those who look like them because they're standing with those who do not look like them. You're just as guilty as the real thugs in the neighborhoods. And we have them in the black neighborhoods and the white neighborhoods. They may dress differently, but they're still criminals to pull the trigger. And we say nothing. We're just as guilty if we say nothing. Not about more gun laws in the books. We said nothing about better effective policing. Because what people don't always want to talk about is that even though there's police brutality, majority of minorities, according to different studies, and I read some of these studies, you can research them yourself, want the police officers in the neighborhoods. We minorities want the police. We do not want a defunding of the police like some leftist media is saying. We want, but we want effective, proactive policing. Not those who quickly pull the trigger because they'll look like them. We want those who realize that there's another human being. It's not about his skin color or what I've been programmed to think about this individual's race. I thought I must enforce the laws of the land. I am my brother's keeper. Use whatever means at your disposal to be the change that you seek. 
to speak out, to make a difference. Become that defiant force. Show up at the polls and cast your vote. Let your voices heard. So that in places like this park that I'm sitting in now, this beautiful sculpture I'm sitting on, will be something each and every one of us can enjoy. Their voices speaking, their voices screaming loudly. We need change. We need change. We need change. We need change. We will become the change that we need. We will not wait until they come for us. There will be no one left to speak for us. We will choose to be our brothers and sisters keeper. We will do whatever is necessary to bring about the change we seek. If it's at a voting booth, if it's marching in the streets, if it's posting on social media, we will continue to be that voice. And if necessary, we will be that force by marching and walking and standing. Those people who lost their lives on the Selma Bridge, Alabama, those such as the great John Lewis who has passed on, those who stood up. They weren't just standing up for black lives. They were standing up for human life. They were fighting, yes, for the injustices heaped upon us for generation after generation after generation. But they're also preaching a message of unity. Preaching a message of unity and healing. So whether you're listening to this podcast in America, or whether you're listening to it in the UK, or whether you're listening to it in Canada, wherever you're listening to this podcast, remember you and I, if we are not our brother and sister's keeper, we become, as Brando said, the executioner. <laughs>